Family Podcast, everyone. Table Talk. <laughs> Table Talk. <laughs> You guys still can't get the knee in your head. I don't want to do this. Show her again. No, it's a June I'm very stressed about that. 2019. Did we ever decide what number this is? I think we're on 29. And I think number we're on 29. 41. That's quite numbers. a discrepancy. Yeah. We did 14 episodes as the family podcast, and we have done 15 episodes as Table Talk. How many have we done, McLaren? Well, if you look on iTunes, it says... 40 episodes. I literally just counted one by one. Well, I don't know what it. iTunes has got going on, but they it have us 31 for me. On iTunes? Maybe it's my yep. iTunes that's messed up because it says 40 for me. It's, this is episode. See, this maybe would be episode 30, actually, because we had 29 episodes. posted. All right, episode, episode 30. 30. I like that number. Table Talk with Rookie's Family. You found it, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. Yes, we have uh, some early episodes from way back when. You're more than welcome to go back and listen to that. But we've come a long way, haven't we? Yes, we really have. I mean, we started off with a computer at the dining room table. So the quality is not the best. But moving along, we have been lucky enough to now be in studio in a real fancy podcast. But you also don't have to listen to our episodes in order. If you're just tuning in, you can start with the first episode. I mean, they're, they're not continuous. It's all new content. Right. You probably don't want to start with the first yeah, episode. Don't yeah. do that. Just yeah. skip those. If you're, if you're all caught up, you can, you're free to go back and go, wow, they have, yeah. well, have we come a long way? The, I don't the know. The only thing I would say about the first episodes is you can learn some things about each of us that we, you know, haven't shared recently. That's true. Very true. Because yeah. that was, geez, we started that in 2017. And then into 2018, we took about a year off, and then we started back in February. So yeah. we're we're good to go. We're back in action. Yeah, there's a lot of introductions. You just have to kind of get through the rougher sound quality. Yeah, we got it. And uh, so again, yeah, it's the beginning of June. And uh, what's been going on this week, folks? Let's tell people what's been going on in our lives. We had a dental emergency. Way, way too dramatic. The funny thing is, it really was not an emergency. I know. (laughs) Well, it was a a timely matter. Yes. By my own doing. It was more more negligence that led it to being an emergency. Uh, It was, uh, so I had to get uh, a few teeth pulled. This, this week. Yep. Um, it was actually, I don't know, two what two months ago plus. Uh, actually, we were eating breakfast after a podcast, and mm-hmm. I cracked one of my teeth Ew. on a piece I of remember steak. That. Ew. Uh, somehow. And uh, <laughs> it was my back wisdom tooth that cracked, and I lost about half the tooth. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> it was quite the crack. Um, but I've kind of, I kind of just put it off and it was a wisdom too, is it didn't really hurt or anything. It was kind of just right. there. Uh, but now it had, it had more recently become a little bit more painful and, uh, I'll be heading to Europe and Boston quite soon. And, uh, I didn't, I didn't think it would be a smart idea to let that go any further. So we gave the dentist a call. Yep. Uh, props to Shamblot. Shamblot. Family dentistry. dentistry. They I got him in right away. A question that I didn't ask earlier. Mm-hmm. Did they show you your teeth after you took them out? No. Show me your teeth. I want to see that. No. I won't go into too much detail, but one of them was not easy to get out, and they had to, like, cut it into pieces. Oh. Yeah. Probably not that. Delicious. That was the broken one. But uh, they did have to take out two teeth because... Yes. Why, Matthew? So they take out one one of the wisdom teeth, and then they took out the wisdom tooth 
above that as well because teeth hold each other in by with their pressure. And so if you took out the bottom one, the top one would get all messed up and just lead to problems in the future. That Why scares me that? because my teeth don't exactly. I don't think it matters. You just need something putting pressure on it. Well, and the wisdom they teeth don't touch. have nothing else in the back. Like I've got it. invisible braces. I've got the horses in the back. I've got the real braces. <laughs> so I've got uh, a lot of anxiety and sweat because uh, all of this. What is this, day three now? of day? Yeah, I got them out two days ago. So yesterday and today. How do you feel? Having no teeth back there. Uh, to be <laughs> honest, a little no graphic. Yep. Uh, the stitches are really annoying me because I can like feel. Yeah. They're like there's they said ten to fourteen days and yeah. then it'll just dissolve. It's dissolve. And be gone. Yes. The top yeah. ones feel like they're falling out and they're just kind of like hanging there mm-hmm. and I don't like it. Yeah. Are you switching well, with salt water? No. What? Well, today you're going to start. Meds and stuff though. I know. Switch. Don't switch with salt water it's as gross much as you can. and it's a lot to do it is i had all four taken out and uh what did i do the next day we went to florida didn't we we had on a plane and went to florida it was real smart with all the water yeah. yeah when i had my 12 teeth taken out i'm kidding oh. i knew I i've never got yeah. a tooth pulled before i've had one had i'm really perfect with my i had like two three who has serious dental anxiety and hey. why me i do why do you, Mom? I can't even talk about it. It makes me want you're to next. cry. I know, but you're next. Your your mouth needs a little bit of work here. And you're going to <laughs> see the Shamblock family. The Shamblock Next year. Yeah, they'll have to knock. I, if I could go there and just be knocked out, I don't want to know what's wrong with my mouth. That was an option. I don't want to know how much it costs. I don't want them to discuss anything with me. Just knock me out. Do what you have to do. And let me go home and never speak to me. There was an option. They yeah. said, do you, want, do you want the nitrous? Do you want the laughing gas? They said, no. No, Well, that's not going to put you in sleep. You don't know what's going on, though. No, but yeah, they do. do. They do uh, there's the sedation dentistry. They completely, you are, you're asleep. Yeah. Yes, but on, on the flip side of that, I have never been put to sleep. Uh, so that also causes <laughs> like a dog crying out loud. anxiety. Um, Why? <laughs> I, don't I, don't know. Mi- I don't mind the dentist. I think it's nice to get your teeth clean. And the, the dentists are work. always super organized and sweet, and they have their little gloves, and they're like, okay, sweetheart, <laughs> and I love that. I don't mind. I hate go- the dentist. Me too. But why? Okay, why? What experience have you had that is... That goop in your mouth just makes you want to oh die. Oh, God. I have the worst gay reflux known to man, and then they put that in my mouth. I'm going to throw up. Yes, I agree with Gabe on that. I have a horrible gay And there's technology that is way advanced for that, but we, our, the place we go does not use that, and it's so annoying. Yeah. I don't mind the dentist, but I think I'm the only person in this room that has a reason to legitimately hate the dentist. No, no. don't. Yeah, because I went to the dentist. I was in probably like kindergarten or first grade, and you know you lean, you lay back in the chair. Can can I just say something before yeah. you say your story? I had three kids, three dental appointments, all at the same time, and I brought them alone, and so it was Sophia's first time ever at the dentist. And anyway, long story short, it led to. Me in another room hearing what McLaren's about to tell. So you lay down, you know, the automatic chair. So I'm finishing my appointment, and she's bringing me up because the dentist is going to come in and tell me about my teeth. Well, as she's moving me up, I have my hands on the armrest. She didn't move the light or something. And so as I'm going up, 
my pinky finger gets smushed between the chair <sighs> and her light thing oh she didn't move. You don't like the dentist because your finger got squished? Right. No, you didn't listen to what I said. I said, I... I don't mind the dentist. I like the dentist, but I should hate the dentist no. because that should be traumatizing. No. no, no. I don't hate cars because I got my finger stuck in a car door once. Ooh, me too. Yeah. I don't I'm hate chairs because I've stubbed my toe on a chair. All right. Well, I guess all you guys are just way better than me. Correct. What do the dental hygienists do? They when took she did x-rays that? of my pinky oh. with the dental oh. x-ray. Sweet. Yeah. Wait, Literally. Really she felt bad, but then mom got us Burger King after. And oh, I was like, they, they, yeah, they were trying yeah. to send us to a doctor that was connected to this god-awful dentist, and we never went back. The whole thing was a bad experience. Yeah, right. It was our first time there and our last time there. And it was bad for other reasons, too. But it, I was like, no, we've got our own pediatrician. We're not going next door. All I wanted to do was get out of there. And her pinky was fine. Yeah, yeah it wasn't broken. It wasn't no. too mangled. I will, I will say one other thing from this past week's experience. I've been on some medicine for, for it and whatnot. And one of the side effects of, these me- of this medicine has been hiccups. I get the hiccups about every five minutes, and I have for the past two days. Constant. Wake, wake me up all night. All, that wasn't me. Jeez, that was all good. night, waking up from hiccups the whole day, and it is the most just annoying. It doesn't, like, it's not like you're in pain or it's not, it's just so damn annoying. Hiccups are annoying, yeah. Yeah. No matter what. It's And so I don't know if I'll get them now. I've had them all morning, so I assume I'll get them at you some point during this right podcast. Now. I bet I will. Very soon, I'll probably think, oh, if you think about dead. it. If you think about it, you won't. If you're not thinking about it, you probably won't. No, and that's won't. the thing. You know how when you have, like, you have the hiccups, and then you wait for that, when it's, you're, yes. you're waiting for the next hiccup, and then it doesn't come, and yeah. it's weird? <laughs> Mine just, it continually comes. I've, I've had hiccups for, like, hours straight these past two days. Uh, Horrible. Do you have any concerns about going overseas with, uh, no, I'll be fine. Hiccup? There's no dry sockets. That's the only thing. No, I'll be totally fine. Okay. Can right. you bring, like, meds on planes and whatnot? Yeah. Yes. They Careful. have to let you do that. This is the first time I've ever taken medicine. Oh. Well, across the first time since you were little. Or just have the immune system. You take Advil or? all the time. You guys, he means like a prescription, prescription. medicine. I've never really had a prescription oh. ever. I had well, Matthew. This is my first prescription of all time. <laughs> no. Dramatic. You have had surgery. Um, yeah, yes. you've had, you've had prescriptions in the past. You so. didn't have eye surgery, right? I think it's just because everyone no. else That's me. Everyone else has, like, constant prescriptions. Not no. in our family. Okay, it's like. just because I recently had a lot of prescriptions for my skin, and I have, like, 700 medicines. I've only had, like, one when I had molluscum in, like, second grade. That and then got the doctor. Why do you guys have, like, diseases? That like word shouldn't confused. exist. Molluscum. It's not diseases. It sounds like you got, like, warped face. No, it's like the mosquito bite things. I will say a podcast talking about the dentist is pretty much the last podcast I would want to listen to. So. That's true. We won't put that in the description. <laughs> Don't put that in the description. We'll have to. We'll, see. well, I'm glad that you're uh, you're feeling better. Yeah, and we're you're, doing well. You're good well, to we go. also have another graduate as of tomorrow night. Yep. I, yeah. Gabe will be graduating from eighth grade. Mm-hmm. The Tiv Gang. At a school we have had children in for 20 years. So this is our 20th and final year of having kids in the school. And the Mikulski family has been there for 40-plus years. Very long time. 50. 50-plus. Yeah. 50, because yeah. I've been there. It's pretty remember. cool. Getting um, me emotional. I'm going to be like a nervous, or I'm going to be like 
crying the entire time tomorrow, guys. I probably will be too. <laughs> Dad and I will have to stand up when they ask the uh, parents to stand up who Who's have the. Uh, <laughs> no, the their final Everyone's children graduating from the school, they have you stand up. So sad. I don't, I don't like that, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think I'll handle that well. And then mom and dad have another baby. Oh, yeah, uh, no. I <laughs> think those, those days are, are long gone. Well, congratulations. Gabe has been doing uh, the last two weeks. Everything has been the last. I had my last art class. Mm-hmm. I've had my last uh, library it's class. the last Tuesday. Right. Library, we ended in fourth grade. So, so you've already had the last Gabe one. Gabe was yep. very into announcing his last oh, of yeah. everything, where I never wanted to announce that. And Gabe's like, this was my last something. This was my last something. So... I just thought that was kind of funny. And on Thursday, he went to Valley Fair with his class. Yep. And we picked him up at 6 o'clock from school, his bus, um, as they returned, and went straight to his high school from there, where they had a new student social. Mm -hmm. Um, They served him dinner and played games and stuff. Canes. Yeah. That's a good gig. Yeah. didn't even know I was eating, and then they are like, you can go and get your chicken fingers. And I was like, okay. Now we're talking. <laughs> yes. I prepared to always eat at that school, right, Matthew? Oh, hell yeah. And, the and then eat again, and then have seconds and thirds and dessert. They know what they're dealing with. They've got hungry boys there. Yeah, and they do, like, really good catering and everything. And then our high school is like, here you go. And all, yeah. like, the oh, prizes. Oh, They'll do a Compare lot of... This. No. They'll do a lot of competitions and whatnot, and all the prizes are pretty much gift cards to food places. <laughs> Not complaining. Yeah, no. like when they came to our school for visiting, and then they gave us all free Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Gabe, you described your last library experience in, what, fourth grade? Fifth. Fifth grade? Will you describe one of your first library experiences <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty darn funny? All right. So it was our first library class. And they had the set of the boxcar children, and there's a boxcar, and every kid was looking at it. And a, cardboard, soon, a cardboard yeah, boxcar. It wasn't a book. It was a display. And after, like, the introduction to library or whatever you call it, everybody ran over there, and I got it first. And everybody was trying to, like, take it, and I got it, and I went out to go and check it out. And That's then we leadership. had the librarian lady who was, like, just no. furious at me. And I was just like, here's the kindergarten, and I was just, what? And one of the teachers happened to be a friend of mine, and she's she's the one that relayed this story to me, because Gabe, of course, wasn't going to tell this. And she said, she looked at the librarian and said, he is not kidding. He genuinely believes he can check this out. And she, the, the librarian thought that this little kindergartner was trying to be a, a smart, smart aleck. And I can just see Gabe bringing that up. So happy, like that kid's won the lottery, and he's getting yelled at. Yep. I love that. That's one of my favorite stories of he just hauls the whole. That was leadership, Gabe, taking charge and grabbing the entire display before everybody. I won. And the other thing is, if you haven't read, in particular, the first boxcar children with your kids, you really should because it's it's such a classic book. And, yeah, it may be older. But it really sparks imagination in kids. And I really like the series. Yeah, it's I, really yeah. fun. You know, it's one, though, that I read the second one, and I was like, there's just nothing like that first one, there and isn't. I wouldn't read any more. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they've never made that into a movie, because that's a movie that I would really want to see. They, right. They I honestly agree. may have. 
Yeah. But I mean, like, a big, a uh, big screen. Yes. Kids grew, we grew up reading that book. I would love to see yes. that in a movie. Oh, they, they've done animated. Oh, oh animated. I don't want animated. They wow. wrecked it if they do animated. I want full feature. Yes. In my mind with Just the boxcar children, I had the boxcar as a caboose. Yeah. I did not have it as just a regular box. It's called car. the boxcar children. I know, but in my mind as a child, I mm. wanted it to be the caboose, which was cooler. And then when I realized <laughs> that it was just a stupid boxcar that had nothing in it, that uh, was a big letdown for That's me. That's interesting. I, I don't mean stupid. I mean, I was disappointed no, yes. in my mind because I, in my as I'm reading, I wanted it to be a cool caboose as the, the boxcar. I thought and the boxcar was pretty cool. That's interesting because I never, never once in my mind thought about that. I just thought it was the plain old random yeah. boxcar. Isn't it a plain it. old random boxcar? Yeah, it's a it red boxcar. That's exactly what I thought it was. Dad was saying he pictured and read the story of them in the caboose. Oh. I don't know what a caboose well, is. It's not called the caboose children. Time out. Stop that. Caboose. Caboose is at the end of the uh, all the trains. Oh. Where all the engineers sit and sleep and take their breaks and all that kind of stuff. And it's always cozy. The Man, how do they get there? They drive the train from there. What are you talking about? The caboose is just a fun thing in the, the back. The caboose is on the end of the back. It's an engine. Yeah, no, so it is not. how do they get to the back no. if the train is moving? The caboose um, is not an engine. They walk? They don't go No, they all can't the... walk through all the bo- the full boxcars. They don't go all the, the old movies. The caboose was something that the rich people sat in. No, no, yes, no. Yes, it no. was. There was always no, a... No, there's a... There's a... Look up. Look at... That's not an engine. That's a caboose. And that's at the end of yeah. all trains. In the olden days, that's where those guys slept. They don't exist anymore. But right. They don't. They don't. But they used to. And that's where all the engineers and the railroad workers would eat their lunch. They get a little potbelly stove in there, and that's where they slept. Or Why would they go to the very back if they're supposed to be in right. the back? How are they supposed to get there? Guys, it was during the their break was always at the end <laughs> of the Man, What are you yeah. talking about? If the train is moving, how do they get from the front of the train to the back of the train? They well, don't. The train will eventually stop, yeah. and <laughs> they may have to hoof it up the past the 100 cars to get to the engine. So they'd have to stop the train to go from the front to the end. Yeah. I, yeah, I, don't, think that's stupid. I they, don't think that's true. They wouldn't go there. They wouldn't stop the train to do that. To stop and the game. train? It would be like this. this. The first leg of the train, we are going to uh, Monticello. Once we get to Monticello, the guy that's the engineer is done. He goes back to the caboose. Right. Oh, because the boxcar children. What are we talking about? How do we get so sidetracked? Damn. I know. I know. All right. What's next? Um, Let me throw something in there quick. Did you guys see? Yeah. Hey, did you guys see this? Opening line. Did you see the the heavyweight boxing championship last night? No. Did you see this? No. Oh, yes. Uh, it was a uh, Andy Ruiz Jr. versus Anthony Joshua. Okay. Pull up, Sophia. I got to pull up some pictures of these guys right now. So this is the heavyweight championship of the world for boxing. Anthony Joshua, absolute beast. He's had uh, belts in three different whatever weight classes, and uh, this random guy comes in last night and kicks the crap out of him. You're kidding. Anthony Joshua is one of the most like jacked men you will ever see. Versus a chunky and this dude. chunky fat guy who looks like he couldn't run ten feet around the block. Kicked the crap out of him and it was awesome. Oh. 
Wow. Well, look at this. That, you think that guy can beat anybody up? Yeah. 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 Okay. When you're fighting against the best boxer in the world, this guy's going to come in and actually put up a fight? No way. Look You'd be tired t- in three seconds. Look and at the tats on that guy. Him. He's got some street cred. It's uh, awesome. I, you know, I tell my tattoo artist to be very um, careful around the nipple area. That uh, put my tattoos there and say. This could be staged. So check out check out An- Andy Ruiz Jr. Okay, exactly. Ruiz. This. Ruiz, a native of Southern California, became the first boxer of Mexican descent to win a heavyweight title as he captured... Joshua's IBF, WBA, and WBO titles. Wow. So that is, that's across the board. With yeah. excessive force and heart, the upset was arguably the biggest within the division since Hasim Rahman stopped Lennox Lewis in 2001 and brought back memories of James Buster Douglas's 1990 win over Mike Tyson. James Buster Douglas, who spent about 10 minutes in Duluth, and we claimed him as Minnesota's own James <laughs> Buster Douglas. I said, I just want to thank God for giving me this victory. Without him, this would have been possible. This is what I've been dreaming about. This is what I've been working hard for. <laughs> and I can't believe I just made my dreams come true. So he's been working hard, and he still looks like that. He's yeah. got a li- he doesn't have a pot belly. You guys but he's got act some extra like weight. that's not all muscle. No. It's not. Gabe, <laughs> okay, when you, uh, when you, you have a, tell that guy he's fat to his face. Looks like hair to me. When you have a little flavalanche <laughs> over your belly there, that's... Some people just can't ever lose that, though. I think this guy probably could. Speaking in fashion terms, it does look like he's wearing Gucci socks. He might be. Well, so what did he do? Did he connect with one punch it that dazed? No, he would he would put these like crazy combinations together. Where he would land one, but then he would just consecutively land like ten more crazy fat. His oh. hands were nuts. Like he couldn't move. He's not. A, I mean. Heavyweight boxing, they're not really, like, light on their feet. Right, yeah. right. They're just power punches. But the way he – how fast he could move his hands was incredible. That's cool. Um, I have to confess that I did not know that uh, Anthony Joshua is the uh, reigning champion. Remember when you used to know it was Buster Douglas or Lennox Lewis or Muhammad Ali or yeah. whoever it was? I I don't watch a lot of boxing, but it's fun. Boxing's fun to watch sometimes. I like to watch boxing. Yeah. I'm not into boxing. I it's like boxing because it's not. It's, you and know, it's, it's not, not fake, fake at all. Uh, you're thinking of WWE, and that's putting it on everything. Yeah. Boxing's cool because it's not every night. Like you get these big fights once every few months, maybe that are, that are cool to watch. Yeah, there's a little buildup. You don't get burned out on. Them. Uh, yeah. Do we have a payoff? I should look to see if there was a payoff for him. Uh, that I don't know. Okay. But well, he's I, a new heavyweight champ. Congratulations. I he paid fairly well. Uh, that was a super random thing, but it was a, I think yeah, it was a seven million dollar purse. So I wish I would have seen it. Was it a package you had to purchase, or was it just available to everyone? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I'd highly doubt. I think you probably had to. Well, I, where were you that you saw this? Oh, I just saw the replay. Oh. <laughs> he was not okay. the match. Gotcha. Was boxing match. Well, you never know. <laughs> <laughs> no, That's I didn't. Very true. I did, yeah, I suppose they probably had it on. No, I was, I was watching the Bruins Blues game, so. And just the update there is seven to two. Seven to two. Bruins have a two-one lead in the series. All right. All right. Next up on the docket. I have something, um, and I'm sure plenty of people have seen this because it's kind of been all over any form of social media and the internet. Um, but the um, America's Got Talent contestant Cody Lee, who is severely autistic and blind. And he went on America's Got Talent. His mom brought him out there, and 
he is limited in his speech. He just like a couple short words here and there while he's being introduced. And then the judges talked to his mom and his mom said that he has found music as a way to cope with his world because autistic people, um, depending on how, what your level is of autism, you overstimulated. Yeah, over, that's the word I'm looking for. And he, she gets him set up on the piano and tells him there's going to be a bunch of cameras on you. And he starts to play and sings perfectly. It's it's pretty amazing to look at. Yeah, it, it's a really incredible video. And the way he he's got Simon says it perfect at the end. Simon Cowell, how he has this perfect tone. He doesn't have this like ridiculous range of singing. Mm-hmm. I feel like he does. I don't I don't think he has a ridiculous range. He just has like a perfect tone. Intonation. Yeah. Wow. A little bit, but yeah. I feel like he does have a range. Well, you, That was pretty low there, and he also goes very high. You also have to remember, this kid hasn't had voice lessons, so maybe if he's able to have voice lessons, I don't know if that's something that he could do. No. But his range could go even further, too. I would be surprised if he could be trained further. He's just imitating. Right, so when he hears a song that he likes, right. he he pairs it up, and uh, I, I'm not sure, you know, deal, if you if you have autism, there's so many different levels. I'm not sure if you are a high functioning or you know lower functioning to learn, I, I, you know, because some some autistic kids don't even want to be touched yeah. or they want their routine, but if they're let loose to do whatever, that's that's how they shine their through. Their senses are heightened, mm-hmm. but it really all right depends now. case by case on what your diagnosis is right i mean someone could be low functioning but still be able to learn things or to be autistic and then couple that with uh blindness uh was must be very frustrating it almost it could actually be a good thing because with autism you do get so overstimulated Mm. blindness might take some of that out of there where it's Understand, sure. He, yeah, he would probably overcompensate with like his hearing or smell or whatever, but uh, he might like be able to calm himself down more because you don't have a million things going on in front of you as well. Right, and then distracted by the your sight, which anyway. Well, he did seem so genuinely happy and yeah. excited, and. Now I don't normally it's watch really that cool. show. What happens if you get the? Why oh, was yeah. there a bunch of confetti and somebody hits a button? You got the, button. the golden buzzer from Gabrielle Union and. That means he goes straight through to the finals. Okay. So I think typically they have to compete, and if you win, then you compete again the next week, right? Yeah, it's like American Idol, but it's just all talents. It's not limited to singing. And I I think it's each judge gets one golden buzzer a season. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So she used hers. That's it. Who is – okay, so the judges, there is Howie Mandel – Simon Cowell, Gabrielle Union. Who's the blonde judge? Uh, Seacrest. Yeah, Julianne. Oh, Julianne. Seacrest is ex. From the dancing show? Um, yes, 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 yeah. Her, her brother, her Derek. Brother, yeah. yeah. Gabrielle okay. Union is Dwayne Wade's wife. Yeah. Uh, are these shows, I mean, there's a British one? Because yeah. that's where they every, found. Every country has uh, one. The Paul Potts and uh, what was her name singing? Les Mis. 
Um, uh, Boyle. Susan Boyle. (laughs) (laughs) Janet Boyle is not. That was a former neighbor. (laughs) She's not on America. Susan Boyle. (laughs) Sorry, Janet. Uh, You're talented in other ways, but uh, you're not singing on America's Got Talent. Um, That... uh, that uh, these shows pop up everywhere. H- however, I mean, because we, we we did discuss this earlier this week on Garage Logic. Simon Cowell knows that this guy can sing. Mm-hmm. The producers yep. are not the producers are not going to keep that, uh, you know, from because Simon because I'm sure Simon's in on everything as an executive producer yeah. and founder of the show. It's mm-hmm. still I, I still think it's great when they bring these people in that look like they're not going to be able to sing, and then they sing and carry a beautiful tune, and it's it's only positive, but I'm sure there's a little bit of Hollywood in there, too. Which, oh, for sure. Which is okay. My thing with these shows, I find it very difficult to compare, because American Idol, everybody's singing. Okay. Best singer wins. Mm-hmm. America's Got Talent, there's singers, there's people juggling, there's people doing stunts. Yeah, but how well you can, can do it's it. Like, there's so many different acts that it's, I don't know, it's really difficult to actually compare. And I feel like typically it is either some insane magician or uh, or musician. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that anyone and else wins. And that's what people like in America, right? Yeah. Reality shows are just the new, I mean, we still have our sitcoms, but, and of course, we did watch Cheers the other night, the uh, the Harry the Con episode. Oh, yeah. That was so uh, funny. That was very well written. McLaren will review that maybe next week. You probably don't want my review. (laughs) Sorry. Okay, what do we got next? So congratulations to him, to Cody Lee. K-O-D-I. Hopefully. Check that out. He'll be able to make a living off that. His mom was up there, and she was very moved, as was just about every member of the staff and every member of the family podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we we watched it before. Yeah, We did have to get the Kleenex box and take a few out. That's I think really we've cool. all recovered now. And, and the the odd thing is, the first time I saw it, I didn't really cry. And then the second time I saw it, I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> no member of the Garage Logic staff cried during the performance. I'm, I'm sure right. not. We had to spray we testosterone all over. Yes, yeah. of course, damn it. Hell no. Then it's, why is it so dusty in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic dad thing. cat in here. <laughs> yeah. All right, next up, guys. We're going to introduce a new segment that we're going to try and do on mm-hmm. our first um, new segment alert. Sunday. First, first uh, week of the month. Yes. Sunday. Yes. Yes. And um, it's going to be called Out and About, and we're going to try and not really a review of a restaurant because we're not going to ever, like, bust a restaurant and say, this is the worst hamburger I've ever right. had. Unless this you, is not James Beard worthy. Unless you really suck. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. But anyway, our our first one up is going to be Rustica Bakery. It's at uh 3220 West Lake Street in Minneapolis. Is that their only location? Um they have products in other Okay. places, but they are yeah, also they make... in the process of opening up a second bakery and it will be by located Southdale. yep, right near Southdale by the new Lifetime Fitness. Uh, street level or in, in the mall? Not in the mall. Okay. Been there, done that, he yeah, said. Yeah, the right. owner, Greg. Um, Greg, said yesterday, been there, done that, they're not going to do a mall again. Okay. They really like the experience of creating an experience for the customer. Sure. And they want the people to come in and sit down and, you know, have a couple cups of coffee right. and bring your computer and talk with your mm-hmm. 
people a next to you. Grab and go. Grab and go. Yeah. And they decided that that's just not what their business model is. Sure. And they are, uh, I will I'll give you a little bit background. Greg, the owner, has uh, started in 2004, but I wasn't aware of this. They've got uh, the baguette, uh, top 10 baguettes baguette. in America. They made won some really good uh, James Beard Foundation 2000. 14 Outstanding Pastry Chef, 2015 Outstanding Baker, Food and Wine Magazine, America's Best Bread Bakeries, and America's Best Chocolate Chip Cookies, which, mm. oh, yeah. yeah, those are my personal favorite, the uh, chocolate chocolate chip cookies. What do have. you call, what did you just call a baguette? A baguette. Baguette. What baguette. on earth are you doing? Baguette. No. Baguette. B O G. You guys sound like you're trying to be. Oh, I'm not from Minnesota. I'm fancy. Um, I think like you guys baguette. will find out this week that if you say "Où est le baguette," they'll tell you where the baguette is. I'm not baguette. ever going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to sound silly in France. Yeah. You guys, oh, I, I forgot I, you're going. There. I'm going to Europe, and they're going to look at me and be like, "That girl's a tourist." I can't hide that, that I'm not act a tourist. Like they. Don't like tourists. I hope you find love there. Tourists is almost their entire economy. What a city to fall in love in. Paris? No. Ew. Oh, my God. I don't want her living in Europe. Riding on a Vespa with a guy and then oh going I, under the Eiffel Tower, bottle of champagne. Every Let me tell you, oh. Sophia, you oh clearly haven't been to Europe because I like visiting, but I have no way in right. heck am I going to live there. No. <laughs> Not, like, here at they all. We don't have bathrooms or water. How did we yeah. get so distracted? Yeah, pay for water. All right, because we started yeah. talking about baguettes. We'll talk about Europe at another Bug- time here. Um, but I will tell you that I have had uh, my favorite thing to eat there is a seasonal item. And it's not currently on the menu, and I, I, I don't know when it's coming back, but it's called the Croque Madame. It's a breakfast sandwich with uh, an egg, a poached egg, delicious piece of bread. I don't know what kind of bread that is, but the bread is fabulous. It's soft. A, a brioche, I, I believe. Is that it? Okay. And then uh, they've got ham that's not just deli-cut ham. It is the the real deal. That paired with a uh, a green salad. And how did they uh, describe it? A bachinel it? sauce on the, on the sandwich. And then like a, a vinaigrette. side salad with a raspberry vinaigrette. They call that a sandwich? It's a like a breakfast oh. sandwich. I would call that like more like a version of Eggs Benedict. Almost. It's like an open face sandwich. But don't go there and ask for it. It right. is not on the menu right now. <laughs> well. It's just has been one of our favorite things. But I've also had the breakfast sandwich there, yes, which is currently yeah on the menu, and it's delicious. And the cookies, the are cookies die for. are the best things. Yeah, there. they there are. There is one sad thing that if Rustica ever hears this, if you could fulfill this request, bring back like the birthday cake cookies oh, that they took off the so menu. The and I don't, yeah, I don't know why, because they were my favorite things ever, why don't and you they make? took them off. Make some. Because I can't make them like Rustica. No, make no one can. Yeah. Talking about Rustica makes me my stomach growl right now. I'm so hungry for it. Well, had you been down early, I'd see. How many breakfast sandwiches did I make this morning? Made me one. Three? I would have liked to go to Rustica yesterday, I was too. the first one here. Really? Yeah, but you zipped upstairs and were gone in a flash. I uh, I had my first latte ever yeah. uh, at Rustica. That was your first latte ever? What? I always just have coffee. And he said, how about a latte? And I said, I'll try a latte. And I, I, a latte is what? Coffee with milk. milk? Whipped milk. And then milk. Milk. We got in the car and Dad goes, 
So what's a latte? Have you, like, have you ever seen the movie Kicking and Screaming with Will Ferrell? He yes. coaches the kids' soccer team. Yes. And he tries coffee for the first time. And then he goes nuts on the coffee. And he's, he bu- buys <laughs> these big expensive machines, and that's you with a latte. Yeah, it's yeah. like a co- it's coffee with like frothed milk. Or well, like it has a fancy heart. thing. Yeah, yeah, whatever they have. Yeah, the I top. thought that was It's really a huge neat. trend right now to do like the fancy Instagram it. Yeah. Well, was there flavoring in it, or was it just a regular latte? I think it was just a regular latte, which was okay. fine with me. It was yeah. delicious. It just was a different taste of coffee. I. Also uh, learned of their, um, I hadn't had their, their coconut. It was a chewy oh, coconut cookie that, that tastes like a Heath Bar, uh, a, a Heath Bar cookie. And it was so soft and so gooey. I, I just, I don't know how people make cookies like that. But I it could was never. soft in the center, but it had a little Hard. crispness uh-huh. on the outside. Yes. Um, Wonderful. Oh, so I'm good. surprised Wonderful. you liked that cookie as much as you do because you like harder cookies and I like soft, a little underdone mushy. See, I, I thought it was the perfect combination kind of, of both. McLaren. One at a time and then everybody's quiet. I agree with McLaren. Yeah. Uh, I like soft, soft and mushy. Yeah. Yeah. A little doughy. Uh, yeah, a little underdone. Like a nice hard cookie. No. Just well, eat the cookie dough. And I am sorry to say that I haven't tried their baguettes. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know that. Regardless of what we're calling it, uh, next time I'm going to grab one because nothing pairs better: butter, cheese, bread. Also, Bucket. their atmosphere inside is really cool too. Well, that's kind of what they were going for. They didn't just want a uh, a place where they wanted a place where people would gather and kind of sit down and chit chat a little bit, not just grab their coffee and go. It and- is. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, it is that coffee shop vibe, but with, like, crazy good food, too. Yeah. Right. And what, Greg, the owner was saying yesterday is, if you ever think that it's pretentious in here, let me know. He said, because that is exactly what I do not want is a pretentious place. What, is he going to kick, like, sophisticated <laughs> people out? <laughs> no, but he just wants that homie. You know, they do have the gathering table. Not every table is a gathering table, but, you know, so you, you may or may not be sitting next to someone you know. Yeah. And they also have a nice outdoor space, so you could go to this place and, you know, get your whatever you want to get, and then you could go walk around the lake for a really nice morning. I think that's so funny because it's kind of a pretentious area. Like, he's in kind of a hip area where people have some money, and they kind of like that. They do a really nice job. It's really nice inside, but I just think it's funny that he... Well, you're a stone's throw from Lake Calhoun, yeah. you know, and it's that area does it's kind of hoity-toity, yeah. and, and uh-huh. right, right. But uh, I, it's not. I felt from the first time we've been there, I don't know, five or six times, at least, because uh, it's, it's not close to us. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, it is a, it's way out it's of the hike. And I would get up in the morning and say, uh, Sunday morning, uh, croque madame, well, I have to have it today. And anyway, you'll find something you like. So if you run by there, tell them the. Uh, the rookies family sent you in. And table make talk. sure they write it down. Yeah, table, table talk. talk. And they'll keep saying, who the hell is this table talk that people keep talking? <laughs> oh, I wish we had that kind of following. Well, continued success to uh, Greg and Trisha, the uh, uh, family-run uh, mom-and-pop shop, and they're really good people, and they're good family people. So we yeah. wish them continued success at Rustica Bakery in uh, not in Minneapolis. What is it? It is in Minneapolis. It's it's West, okay. West Lake Street, yeah. Minneapolis. It's on the board. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right close. near the lake. Good place. Plus, it's a nice drive. It's always nice to drive down Lake Street when, when we're done, just to see 
There's mm. always something going on on Lake Street. Plus, there might be a new restaurant you might see or you might want to try out. And Speak for yourself. The lights on Lake Street are the worst things ever, and driving down that street gives me so much anxiety. No, you just call There's yourself. like 700 lights, and I hit the red light every single time. I don't time. like that street. That's what happens when you go too fast. Ooh. <laughs> I can't drive yet. Um, all right, so you guys um, are heading off to Europe this week. Yes. Europa. And uh, any expectation, be careful in France, please. The Yellow Jackets, I'm not sure what extent they're, I think things have settled down a little bit, but be aware of your surroundings. Do you have any expectations of uh, any other countries? Um, what are you well, excited to see? We booked a really cool wine tour in um, Italy. Rome. Yeah, and we're going to a, what is it, uh a, wine, a vineyard. Winery. It's oh like God. this private vineyard, like a small operation of just mm-hmm. like a family. And you go there, and it's like, what, 30 minutes bus ride? Yeah. And they meet you at the bus station and take you back to their, like, house and vineyard and give you a full tour. They feed you lunch. You get drink wine with them. You get, like, tours. They have these caves underneath their house that you go through. Yeah, oh, wow. the vineyard's been in the family for, like, or since, like, 16th century. So oh, it's been this family-owned thing. And you know where we found it is Airbnb has this experience portion now, and you just search wherever you're going, and people upload, like, there were a bunch of crafts on there, a bunch of, uh, I keep calling them winery tours. Winery tours. You can call them that. Um, And so it was, it's super easy. You put your date in, and you pay all there, and then they send you all these instructions. It was such an easy thing to book. You they speak English too. Oh, yes, that's, they a, do. that's yeah. an added plus. Do you get? Um, do you see reviews? Did you read yes. reviews? And that's how you every did? single review. Awesome. There were a million reviews, five stars, and they showed pictures, and we're really excited. Yeah, isn't it funny that reviews really help people get a feel for uh, what something is about? So. If you would like to hey. review the fam- Table Talk with Rookie's family, where, where can they review us? Where can they leave a review? Do it on iTunes, ideally. You can also do it on Facebook. Um, iTunes is the best, though. Leave a review and rating. Yeah, good, bad, or indifferent. There was a, some gentleman that had, gave us a review. He said, ah, everybody talks at once together. Well, I'm not sure which ones he'd listen to, but we don't. they don't all have to be glowing. If you have a concern or a criticism... Uh, we're big people and we let it roll off, but we take all our uh, reviews seriously. So, so drop us a line and, and let us know. Definitely. All right. What about Italy? You going to see a papal audience, Il Papa, or don't you know yet? I don't know. Well, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll be around the Vatican in, and whatnot. Yeah, we're in Rome. That's the longest. That's the place we're going to be the longest. So we have some things planned, but we also kept it open. So if we think of something or see something we want to do. We have time to do that. I think seeing the Pope is something that you'd want to do. Well, well it's not just something that you get to go and do. Yeah, you? and I heard the Pope's there. I was talking to someone yesterday, and she said he's usually there Wednesdays he comes out. So I don't know if we're there on a Wednesday or not. I don't remember. You Most have to, yeah. Better be there on a Wednesday. You should always confer with somebody who has uh, touched one of the Pope's. My personal favorite, the Deuce, Jean Paul II, when she was hungover in, in Italy. They called him the Deuce? <laughs> JP? Oh, yeah. John Paul? Talking about Ma. The second? He, he was talking about me. Why would he call you the deuce? No. no. Why would they John call Paul. the Pope the deuce? He's the well, second, he second John, John Paul. Paul the second. Deuce. Carol Watowski. Deuces. Carol Watoya. Yeah, so he was the second, so we called uh, John Paul the second the deuce. I don't think we should call him. We that. will be there on Wednesday. That is also the day we're going on our winery tour. Oh. 
Wow. Well, unfortunately, we chose wide over the sea and the pope. I don't know. That's what this person said. He could be there other days. You have to look. It's, yeah. My favorite part is that in Europe, they have these, like, random water fountains on the street. Mm-hmm. And they're just, like, basically faucets coming out of the ground. And Haley and I will fill up our waters and drink those, but McLaren's scared of the water. Spanish it's steps. sewer water. Go fill up your water bottle at the Spanish steps and sit there and enjoy yeah. the area for a while because it's so many people are congregated right there, and it's just really a cool atmosphere. But they fill up their water from a random nasty, rusty faucet on no. the side of the street. It's not a faucet. No. It, this is a fountain. No, I'm talking about the ones they go to. Oh. They are neither nasty nor rusty. Mm. Okay. However, if they've been doing this for many, many decades, years, They have some lead in their system. You know what? They're all, they're not dropping dead over there. They're getting stronger in their immune system. Yeah. Not me. Yes. All right, well, good luck, guys. Uh, we uh, expect a full report via possibly telephone on uh, on next week's uh, table talk. Yeah, we'll, right. uh, we'll phone in for sure. Any final thoughts from Gabe? Nope. Any final thoughts from Mamie? No. Maddie? No, no, we're good. Sophia? Have a wonderful day. Oh, what a nice thought. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mom? Go to Rustica. Yeah, go to Rustica. Okay, very Enjoy good. Enjoy the beautiful day. Find us on Facebook at the Podcast Family. Instagram at the podcast family, Twitter at the podcast fam. Shoot us an email at the podcast family at gmail.com. Make sure to rate us and review us on iTunes and tell everyone you know to listen. As we are recording this, they're making preparations for a grand old day. Maybe should we stop by grand old day and see what they're. Is there a grand old day today? Yes, grand old day anyway. I, I think so. Wasn't. I think. I, well, they canceled it, but I think they may have brought it back. So let's go get something to eat. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Don't forget about our sister podcast, Garage Logic. And check us all out uh, on on Apple iTunes. Drop a review, and and we'll get better, bigger. And if you want to be an advertiser, if you'd like to advertise on the Table Talk with Rookie's Family, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks. Have a great day.